Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio Show. This radio show is called From Trap to Freedom and it's part one of a two-part series. And today as I was writing this article, I was in the most gorgeous clifftop restaurant in Phuket and the view was absolutely spectacular. There was a cool breeze, gorgeous music was playing and I could hear the sea. And I sat down to finish off this article after eating a wonderful exotic seafood herb salad. Now, this trip and what my life has now become is exactly the reason that I wanted to do this article and radio show. And as I'm recording this radio show now, I'm sitting comfortably with my dressing gown on in my lovely hotel room. And straight after this, I'm out to get a massage and do a little bit of shopping and uh, walking around Phuket. So it's just, it's really amazing, just amazing that I can combine my my life mission and the things that please and excite me the most in, in life now. And not so many years ago, being this way in the world felt impossible to me. Like I could never, ever feel safe enough, confident enough or powerful enough to visit different countries on my own. No matter what the outside world used to see about me, I never felt confident and safe. I might have appeared to be, but nothing truly could have been further from the truth. And the reason I wanted to write this and do this radio show is I know how many of you feel knocked flat off your feet as a result of being abused. Or maybe, honestly, if you really, really are honest and true with yourself, maybe like me, you never felt safe doing certain things in the world. And narcissistic abuse just made all of those insecurities even worse. So during this radio show, I hope I can inspire you to break free from being trapped into your freedom. Because truly, I know humbly that if I could accomplish this after being as fearful as I was, anyone can, no matter how hard it is and no matter how shattered you feel right now. Because I promise you, there are ways to break this down and navigate through stuck emotions and situations. So I really hope that by sharing my story and what I did to break out of my trap state that you will find the way to do so also. Now I just want to start off with this. For those of you who are parents, I really want you to understand how important it is to not always try to protect your kids from stuff. My parents were always very concerned and they were always very protective. Anything that would help me or save me, they were only too willing to do. My parents' model was patriarchal. My parents are in their 80s now. I was the fourth and and the youngest. 
And Dad was in control of the important decisions, the finances and the organisation for the things in the world. And I truly believe that worldly stuff was men's business. My mother was fabulous in the kitchen with food, organisation and special events and keeping a clean and tidy house. Anything else was Dad's domain. Of course the generations my parents came from were all about men protecting women and taking care of financials and business. And my family certainly wasn't the only family doing it. My parents were generous, helpful and always there to assist my issues and my hassles. Now the problem with all of this was I grew up very immature in regards to knowing I was capable of looking after myself. And really that was just my soul's evolution. I chose the perfect parents for that to really evolve in that way. And when it came to expanding out into anything more than day-to-day -day management, I was literally terrified and lacking an incredible amount of confidence. Like many women, I grew up with the belief that I needed a man to provide me with my life, my security, my structure, the decision-making power and the broad shoulders to take control of anything out of the ordinary if it cropped up or when there was new territory to forge. As an adult I still felt like a little girl who needed help. To this day there are still parts of me that feel like that. The difference now is that I evolve these parts continuously. I don't let them sabotage me anymore. I take them on in order to grow into a confident, resourceful woman in her own right. And I just want you to understand, please don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm anti-men standing up and being protectors or strong roles. Because it's lovely for a guy to take charge and want to be a rock to his partner. But it's not healthy for any woman when she is dependent on it. And it's certainly not healthy when she will cling onto a shipwreck sinking because she is so terrified of letting go and coping independently. Now inevitably my pattern was where I was really trapped. I used to look for big strong men who could take care of me. Unfortunately in later years the pattern got worse and worse and these men had hubris, massive egos and of course narcissism. What I mistook as confidence and a reliable character was in fact arrogance and an intensely insecure persona. Previously, to try to retain my security and safety, I handed over power to these men. I tried to appease. I tried to keep them connected to me because I thought that was the only way that I could feel safe in the world. I thought I needed them by my side. And I literally felt like I was going to die without them. Naturally, these men did not grant me safety. Rather, they granted me a super serve of the parts of myself that I wasn't healing. Those insecure, broken parts that were trapped in terror in the world. Subconsciously back then, I wasn't looking for a partner. I was looking for a parent. That was the young, underdeveloped inner child in me looking for another parent. And when times got tough, I wasn't showing up as a grown, <clears throat> mature woman. 
Instead, I was showing up as a powerless, helpless little girl trying to make abusers responsible for my well-being. Second time around with narcissistic abuse and having landed flat on my behind again, I had to face these trapped parts. Otherwise, I was never going to be free of them. I knew I was trapped in fear. Was I able to care for and create myself and my life regardless of what specific person were or weren't doing? No. Was I able to be my authentic self and glow it in the world? No. Was I showing up in life without fear of rejection, punishment, abandonment or the horror of what could go wrong? No. Was I free? No. I was trapped, horribly trapped. I had no idea where my life was going, how I was going to continue, or how or where, where anything would end up. And this was all pretty ironic, because for all of the security and safety I'd been so fixated on trying to secure, now I had none whatsoever. Of course, this irony was all about my spiritual and soul development, the development of my true self, which initially I was too devastated to accept. And I needed to, because the first stage of being able to evolve into personal freedom is accepting this. Yet even when we know enough to know that the call to our own evolution is on the table, it can still feel completely terrifying. Totally. And that's how it does feel at first. I think we've all asked ourselves the following question on an everyday level as well as on a huge personal level. Am I going to stay lying down or am I going to get up? Sometimes we lie down and we don't want to get up. And then there are the times when we know the game will be over if we don't get up. Like yourself, I've had those times. I've spent a lot of my life getting up. And to be frank, I'm a little tired of getting up as a re result of repeat disasters. I'd rather put my self-effort now into forging new frontiers. For this reason, I am grateful beyond measure for my second narcissistic abuse experience because I hadn't quite cracked my first recovery. I acknowledged that I'd missed stuff when I was being honest with myself after realizing that I had to get up. Again, I'd undergone trauma, loss, and been stripped back to a mere, shit, mere shell of myself. Frighteningly, I'd had suicidal thoughts again. And now I was again terrified to face the world. Most of all, I was terrified again of my shattered emotions and being triggered or re-traumatized. Every single part of my fearful self wanted to crawl up into a ball and I wanted to take a general anaesthetic for months so that I didn't have to face myself or my shattered life. Yet I knew enough about how the system of life, quantum physics and law of attraction works to know trying to protect and hunker down was not the answer. I knew that this would only throw me into depression, make me dissolve instead of evolve, and would inevitably keep drawing into my life what I was trying to protect myself from. This was it. 
This was the time of stay down or get up. I knew I had to break free, truly free, for the first time authentically in my life. And I wouldn't be doing and living what I am today if I hadn't have got up that second time and worked it out finally. I knew the only way I was going to break truly free was to develop myself to have the openness, innocence, love and joy of a child with the solidness of love, acceptance, integrity and maturity of an adult. Finally, I had to become a powerful light that could dissolve darkness. My own darkness, fear and pain, which was my own fear and pain, and the darkness I'd been unconsciously co-generating in the world. And I wrote about that in my previous article, From Darkness to Light. I also knew enough to know this. Thinking wasn't going to create this transformation for me. I had to work directly on my, at this point, shattered and traumatized subconscious. During this time in my life, I'd started listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza's audio seminar on breaking the habit of being yourself, and I was also reading his book. And he spoke about a woman he met on a plane who had adopted an Asian girl from overseas. This little girl was found abandoned and almost dead. She was taken in by an orphanage, and in the first few years in her life, moved around to several orphanages. When she'd been picked up to be adopted, she was completely traumatized and became violently ill. Her mother spoke to Jo about how her daughter, as an adult, was so smart and she had so many degrees, yet she tried to commit suicide a few times, despite years of therapy. Jo said to her, none of that will help her. Only healing her subconscious programs will. This was because this little girl's subconscious was stuck in the trauma of, I will be abandoned and die. Joe Dispenza's message about that story seared in my consciousness. I took it on like I took it on. Because I knew I had to finally find and up-level my subconscious programs, which were making me so dependent so fearful and feel like I was dying if I had to create my own life. The programs that I've conveniently been able to cover up most of my life with addictions such as smoking, workaholism and clinging to terrible relationships. I knew that nothing on the outside was coming to save me. There was no big strong magical man coming to grant my security when I wasn't being that to myself. I knew a wonderful, solid, reliable, authentic guy could come and add more to me one day and life could co-generate support and abundance with me, but certainly not if I was dependent on these components to be me, my own safety. I knew I had to be in the world with my own solid, happy and secure emotions in order to be free. The security needed to be inwards before it could be generated outwards. My goal of feeling secure, open-hearted and flowing in the world, which meant free, regardless of how battered, shattered and dying I felt, became my only choice if I wanted to truly live.
I knew that once I started doing the shifts and changing my inner identity that I would and I could generate many cooperative parts from life to help me expand, but not until I'd achieved vital shifts. This I know with all of my heart, that we have a choice. We can choose to remain small, fearful and stuck in negative emotion or we can evolve ourselves. I chose to believe what quantum physics teaches us, that there is a base note, a wave function of well-being that connects the entire field, that we are a part of, that we can access if we release the parts of us that have separated us from it. If we're not connected to this flow of well-being, we can change ourselves so that we can be. And we feel it emotionally when we are not connected to this stream. Because the further apart we are from this, this connection, the more it hurts and the more hopeless and painful life is. The biggest issue that people face in connecting with this stream is believing my life will only be better when this or that happens. That is not how we create life. We create life by creating an inner beingness first and then outer conditions shift to match this. This can't be created via the normal human model of looking outwards and mere thinking. It is created via surrender to a deep spiritual journey of inwardly developing ourselves. Our connection is not created from what is. It is created from who we are being despite what is. Because I decided to again evolve myself second time around, more completely and determinedly this time, and I was totally dedicated. Law of Attraction was lining up all the messages to help me. And I love that. When we decide and we commit, life starts delivering. And one of these messages that I received was an interview I listened to quoting Nelson Mandela. When Nelson Mandela was asked what he did for all of those years before he was released, he said, I prepared every day for what I'd do when I'd be free. I was so inspired and I realized this powerful truth. If we prepare in every way to achieve our goal, one day we'll be living it. My goal was to be healthy, authentic, fearless and open-hearted in life. I wanted to be out of the prison of my negative emotion, my terrors and my painful beliefs. I wanted to be free. My preparation towards freedom had to start with inner freedom. It had to be orchestrated through the releasing and the healing of the parts of myself that were keeping me constricted, guarded and shut down. The parts of me that were in resistance to the essential well-being of life. Despite my emotional self wanting to do nothing more than crawl under the covers and die, I pushed myself to prepare. I worked with quantum freedom healing as my main tool every day, finding and clearing my faulty subconscious programs and wailing the pain and the fear out of my body to start creating space. This was the most important part of my healing for vital reasons. When we have 
stuck negative emotion, which is fear and pain in our bodies, it does lots of nasty things. It clogs us up with toxicity. Our minds are thrown into a spin trying to deal with these trapped, festering emotions. Additionally, the cells in our body are starved of nutrients and oxygen. We're stripped of energy and we start breaking down emotionally, mentally, spiritually and physically. We become the internal environment to manifest dis-ease on every level. Conversely, when we release all of that dense toxicity out of our body, we open up space for well-being. Oxygen and nutrients can enter our cells. We now have energy and can start making healthy choices to look after ourselves. We become fitter, healthier and we start looking younger. And because the negative dense emotions just aren't there anymore, our minds are not stuck in a continual loop of agonizing over these trapped emotions. The density is replaced with space, which opens up inside us to allow the flowing in of inspiration, progress, solutions, hope, joy and dreams. Then space is opened up for opportunities to start coming towards us from outer life to match our internal organic well-being. And we are in enough grace and flow to recognize and accept these gifts. So my goal was get that junk out. So I slogged it out every single day without exception. I felt the pain in my body and released it outwards. It was intense, I was determined, and there was no way known I was going to leave that junk inside me anymore. I'd had enough. And my work on myself did not stop there. I was determined to cover all bases and give myself every chance to become well-being. So I went and got blood done. And I found some experts to help me with levels and supplements to help physically support my emotional transformation. I made it a complete holistic recovery. I started walking every day. I took up yoga. I wrote gratitude lists and I started telling myself, I love you, I'm proud of you, I'm here for you, Melanie, straight into my eyes every time I went into the bathroom. Naturally, at first, I didn't believe these words. But each time I cleared more and more of the self-hatred, self-sabotage and self-punishment stuff out of my body with quantum freedom healing, the space opened up for it to become organically real. For well over a year now, I can say this straight into my eyes and my heart fills every time with love. What I now know is that profound self-love and self-acceptance is in fact normal. It's our naturally coded state. It's a horrible, dense, emotional pain and disconnection to well-being that creates who we are being as abnormal. So Nelson Mandela's words kept inspiring me. I thought if he could do it with how trapped he was, my freedom was incredibly doable. I knew my destiny would be as certain as his. The becoming of who I really am if I just keep going in order to create myself as a cooperative component with the well-being of life. Please know this, I still keep going every day. 
It's not like I reached a destination and said, yay, I've arrived. You need to understand this. There is no destination. There is only the ongoing process of freeing ourselves to connect to more and more well-being. That's what our life is really about. And I can feel many of you saying, but how? I have this, whatever it is, happening. I am trapped. I want you to hang in on there on this radio show because I want you to deeply understand this. There are miracles. There is freedom available. But you have to be the creator of it inside you first. And then no matter how hopeless your situation seems, it must transform to match you because that is universal law. And I will answer specific trapped situations when later in this series I respond to the messages that people have posted on Facebook. Inner transformation initially is tough. It takes guts and commitment. I remember at first there were days when I would walk along the beach, tears streaming down my face, feeling like the walls are trying to live were caving in on me. There were days when the last thing I wanted to do was feel my emotions and do quantum freedom healing shifts, take vitamins or get my yoga mat out. There were days when it felt preferable to give up, but I knew I had a choice. Roll over and give in to my crippling, self-condemning, trapped emotions. Look at you, Melanie. It's happened to you again. Now you're back at square one. You're approaching 50 years of age. You're a total loser. You'll never be loved. You'll never be safe. Your life is over. Or I could use this experience that my soul had decided I needed in order to evolve, to do exactly that, evolve. Oh, you might have heard that. I think it was a car backfiring here in Paquette. So... Look, the truth is, truly, I can't stand feeling emotionally crippled. I know it's not right, and I know it's not the truth. I know many people who are into personal development feel the same. It's just not acceptable to feel like your soul is dying every day. Truly, it is not our lot in life, and it's not normal, and we shouldn't accept it as such. But my goodness, if we've been living like this as normal... And if our fears and unfinished, unhealed wounds has led us there and we end up being narc abused, we have to do the work to get out of being trapped in order to be free. Some people can do this easily. I've met a few that can. But for most mere mortals like you and me, we can't. We have to put in effort and make it as important as fighting for our life because truly we are. And it takes time, it takes effort. But what else is there to do if we want a new life? I have been so grateful to play such a pivotal part in other people's recovery as well as my own because I've learnt so much about the depths of our inner identity, our subconscious, and what is really going on when we feel small, stuck and trapped. This I know. The terrified, agonized and victimized parts of us are always young crippled parts that need to develop and they carry subconscious wounds and false beliefs which are sabotaging our freedom. 
we also have not as yet harnessed the power of law of attraction to help us. We're snapped off and small. We're fighting to survive in life instead of being connected to the universal flow of well-being. As such, we don't have access to joy, gratitude, inspiration, miracles and helpful synchronicity. Life can't help us when we are disconnected. We need to understand life from the inside out to generate freedom and expansion. We need to become our most and best emotional partner, healer and guru to create ourselves as our true self, which is being at one with life. We can all do this. We are in fact all coded to do this if we take on living life from the inside out because that is the only place our true power lies. Many people think this means separating from life even more because you've become an island independent of other people. Sadly, some people think that having focus on self first, not handing our power over, is intensely selfish and self-absorbed. Self-awareness and self-partnering is not self-absorption. Self-absorption is in fact a dire lack of self-awareness and self-partnering. Because when you create a healthy, radiant, self-loving foundation of self, and when you are able to live life as creation through your open heart, you will connect, love and give more than you ever have in authentic ways. You will also attract more genuine love and well-being than you previously knew was possible. And you will finally be free to be you in the world without fear because you finally feel secure, joyful and powerful. It can be very helpful to know this essential truth. Life is always granting you back more of yourself. Here are some examples to help you understand this. If you are self-critical, people will criticize you. If you are scared and contracted, life will grant you scary situations, people and events that diminish you further. If you are failing to love yourself unconditionally, life will deliver you messages of non-acceptance and unloving behaviors. The truth is there is no outside. We are all connected to the quantum base note and we're either in the well-being flow or we're getting smashed against the rocks. And this we must also deeply know. If we are getting smashed into the rocks, there is something we need to heal and evolve to connect back into the natural flow. And if we resist that necessity, then the rocks are just going to beat us up harder because we are not accepting the truth that will set us free. Resistance to this lesson is futile. I know now without a doubt, because I'm committed to the inner work, that life only offers us blessings no matter how the package is disguised because, the, because life is the constant feedback loop showing us where we are with ourselves and what we need to heal and release in order to be the truly expansive, joyous, free, deserving beings we are naturally coded to be. Resistance to the message is a human condition. It looks like this. Hating our life and having a ton of regret. 
Victimization includes despising our negative emotions and blaming and shaming ourselves and others. In stark contrast, even with our crumbling emotions in life, we can be conscious. We can be aware of the truth. We can accept deeply in the very depths of our soul which recognises truth the following. This happened for a reason, a glorious reason to help me break free into a much higher aspect of myself than I've ever been before. This happened so that I could come home to the stream of well-being, my birthright, and know myself as my own generator of life directly with life. And if I accept this, no matter how tormented and torn up I am right now, I can start preparing myself to be the person I truly want to be and live the life I truly want to live. I believe what makes us incredible is we do have free will. We are never truly trapped because we can decide. But we need to get out of the quick fix mentality that people can do with personal development, such as it's not working for me after one hour, day or week. Or they put in a half-hearted effort and expect results and then just default back to emotional band-aids such as constant victimized venting, drinking, Facebook pills, never being alone, multiple relationships, sexual liaisons or whatever it takes to numb out the pain but never deal with it. Then these people wonder why the painful patterns continue. I promise you I was one of these people. Imagine if Nelson Mandela had given up. Imagine if Mother Teresa had thrown away her vision. Imagine if Helen Keller had never bothered. These people did not make it through some crazy, random, synchronistic event. They deeply, deeply hung on to their dream and who they wanted to be in the world. They did the work on themselves, they put in the effort and they became the change they wanted to see in the world. They worked hard to release every fear that stood in the way of their freedom and that is exactly what personal evolution is. Life, creation and the universe all expand. We are all connected to the quantum energy of this as life force. We are supposed to expand, we are supposed to grow and when we don't it hurts profoundly because it goes against every essence of our being. I believe that when we aren't expanding towards our true selves and we take another turn, especially when we know it intuitively and our, feels, our fears cause us to sell our soul out, the self-correction mechanism is severe disappointments and hard emotional wake-up calls. Awakening from our trance requires the acceptance. The life I thought I was living is not my truth. This means we have to let go of regret in order to reach for the truth. I want to share with you my personal security fear-laden vision of what I thought my life was. This was it. I'm going to meet a man, fall in love, have a wonderful house, decorate it divinely, create a gorgeous garden and have dinner parties with friends. Now I look back and realize how this was not my true soul path. 
the dreams of my soul really are raising consciousness on the planet in the best way I can, traveling, expanding opportunities and connections, having incredible life experiences, and knowing on my deathbed, I really did this. I made a difference. I went all the way. This is not to say a wonderful man, home, garden, and dinner parties can't be a part of this. They certainly can. But they are not the essence of my true life. They are only additions. These things, when they were required to give me myself, were fearfully about security, survival, possessions and ownership. They were things that I thought could save me from the agony of my own fears. You see, I wasn't free, not in the slightest. I was attached and dependent and always handing over my power to try to feel protected and cared for. If these things were my truth, they would have worked out, as they do for many people whose truth is those things. This you need to accept. If your life has not worked out the way you wanted it to, you have to let it go. You have to be prepared to clean the fear and peer the fear and pain out of yourself so that the truth can organically emerge. Then I promise you, you will be overjoyed with the truth. You will be totally relieved that the old dream didn't work out. Please know, this takes time. The answer is not going to appear overnight. This is why it is vital to realize the greatest goal is always inwardly freeing yourself because then all else comes. You have to create the, the space inside of you for your real life to come and for you to recognize it. It just doesn't happen with the junk in the way. Please understand the answers to what is my life is not the much needed savior. That would only be the creating of another false identity. I need that to feel secure. The process of evolving yourself is your only true security. Again, all else comes from doing that. Naturally, after being narcissistically abused, facing the fear and pain to let it go is terrifying. After all, we're in more fear and devastated emotions than we probably have ever been. But know this. Expanding and being free requires opening our heart and flowing in life. When we try to open our heart, the pain is horrendous. However, this is exactly the way to release the junk out. It's like lancing an abscess. Quantum freedom healing, which is a tool I developed, is exceptional to do this. And my supplements include exercise, yoga, qigong and massage. You can use any tool that gets into your body and releases painful emotion, emotion out of it, such as emotional freedom technique or kinesiology. Those tools work. Ultimately, if you can learn how to be the director of your own healing shifts, this empowers you profoundly. Talking about the issues without body release does next to nothing. That is the truth. In fact, many times, all it will do is regurgitate it and re-traumatize you without getting any release. We have to, have to, have to let go of the pain, fear, regret, shame, blame, resistance, 
judgment and victimization. We need to get it out of our beings in order to open up our hearts so that we can break free and expand. Yes, it will hurt like hell at first, but the benefits of this, finally, you can be free of the pain. I promise you this, in time you will get to love the pain, not because you're a masochist, but because you know every time you accept and feel the pain in your body and work at shifting it out, you've just opened up the space to connect to an even higher aspect of yourself. My dear friend Anne, who I did an interview with some weeks ago, you might have listened to the interview, and I had a discussion just this morning. And in this discussion, he told me this is his mantra. Thank you, God, universe, for bringing me this trigger. I bless, accept, and release to evolve and know ever-expanding happiness. Ian is in his 60s, and he's been spiritually orientated in personal development for just over two years. It's really very new to him. Yet his life now is unrecognizable purely because he takes on the inside-out orientation as a daily lifestyle. Every time he feels negative emotion, he drops into his body, finds it and up-levels it with QFH and he expands himself. Personally, I don't know any other way to live life now either. An expansion enthralls me every day in words that I can't describe. I live it like I brush my teeth or I get brushed or or I get I brush my teeth or I get dressed every day. You have to know it is so 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 worth excavating out your pain no matter how long it takes you to get to this part of life where Ian and myself and other people are living now. And when you get there, you will wonder how on earth you used to do life any other way. Because finally, you know that you are free. And this doesn't mean that I don't have triggers. I still have triggers. I still have a negative emotion. But I no longer avoid it or stew in it or try to analyze my way out of it or accept it as normal depression anymore. Instead, I use it as the message direct from my life and my soul. And this message is release who you are presently being and become even more of who you really are. So when we are trapped, what's really going on is we are suffering feelings of powerlessness in our situation and or in our emotional state. Our human tendency is to try to fix things outside of us in order to try and feel better. And this is the very definition of handing our power over. Because there is no power outside of us, only inside of us. Generally, we hand power over because we think we are dependent. We think that life doesn't have our back and we can't generate a change. We also feel like we will be annihilated if we let go and try to deal with our own agonized emotions. In this model, we have a limited ability to self-soothe or know how to evolve our emotions. We are powerless children and we try to avoid ourselves frenetically by accessing about things outside of us, 
trying to get something or someone else to fix us instead of becoming the inner change that we wish to experience. I have to concede. I had an advantage realizing how life really works because I've been deeply spiritually and energetic my entire life. I believed in life from the inside out. I just wasn't really embodying it and living it healthfully. It was more concept for me more than an embodied lived reality. So for those of you who have never looked at life on an energetic spiritual level, this is tougher. I know that. It's hard and counterintuitive initially to believe in unseen forces that don't have physical proof attached to them. You just need to take my word for it or not. And more than this, you need to live it in order to experience it. This I know through my own life and working over the last seven years with thousands of people that the outside in doesn't work. Only the inside out does. When you do connect to the inside out approach rather than connect with something horrible which is the parts of yourself you're trying to avoid immense relief starts to come instead. And this is what happens when we go to ourselves with love with the intention of up-leveling and healing ourselves. We partner ourselves. And this has been witnessed in this community time and time again. In fact, the posts from people doing the inner work and those who aren't are like day and night indifference in regard to narcissistic abuse recovery. The positive results are obvious, consistent and universal when people self-partner. When we are trapped, no matter how much you may not now agree with this assessment, the truth is there are parts of ourselves that feel powerless that we can evolve. The outside events are only a manifestation of inner powerlessness. True power means realizing and actualizing. When I evolve my powerlessness, then everything in my world will reflect to me back reflect back to me my true power. Then we are no longer trapped. We start generating change and we become free. I asked people yesterday on my Facebook page to post to me their trapped feelings so that I could respond. Maybe your question has been answered already if you're one of these people. And I hope that my responses that I'm going to do to individual posts will assist you more specifically. Now this article that I wrote today and this radio show, it's long. It's gone on and on. It's longer than I expected. So for this reason, next week, I'm going to be covering off my responses to people's comments. And I'll repost on Facebook so that you too, if you haven't already, can comment about where you feel stuck. I will also work with responses that I receive as comments on the blog article. So I hope so far that this has helped and I really am going to look forward to responding to your questions and your comments. That will either be on Facebook or on the blog articles or the comments that you've already posted. So I know that this will give you a lot to think about. The blog article is going to be an article that you can really go over and over and really connect to 
and I hope that it talks to your soul and I hope I, and I hope that it talks to you in truth. And I know that if I hadn't have found this soul truth, I wouldn't be here today, let alone living the life that I am now that I know is just expanding and becoming more and more free and spectacular every single day. So that's it for me everybody for this week and I look forward to seeing your responses on the blog and doing part two next week. Lots of love everybody. Bye bye.